quiet, Lisa. Wanna be the man that you thought I was. Wanna be the man that made you fall in love. I can't undo everything I've done. Let me tell you right now. and Rosen fan podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry. And I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. a.k.a.'s for days. <laughs> I always think I'm going to say something clever. Instead, I just do that. Let's welcome our guests. Kelly, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. It's been a while. How are you doing with the move from hot as fuck California to what sounds like lovely Iowa? It's it's different, but um, it's nice. Uh, we have a house. I have a job. Everything is awesome. Ooh, that is good. Okay, so you have a house and a job. Yes. And yes. Awesome. That is good. That's a lot that has changed since the last time we talked. Yes. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad you're back. Kelly, <laughs> I know where you work. I don't know if other people know where you work, but do you use a Gemini scanner thingy? Um. Yes. This is how I first got involved with the JMO Patrol, because I had a Gemini at my job at Walmart. You do not work for Walmart. Pew, and pew, I, pew, Yes, I had a JMO <laughs> that I pointed at things and, like, pulled a little trigger, and, like, a red laser, like, appears on things, mm-hmm. and I would go, pew, pew, and I tweeted that as a JMO, and um, Lisa picked it as a... I sent it to JMO Patrol, I should say, and Lisa picked it as the JMO revival. I forget what you called that segment. Oh, saving, rescued your JMO. JMO rescue. Yes. Oh, I love that. And that's what started this. So you have Lisa to blame if you guys are sick of hearing me <laughs> <in> here. <laughs> blame the pew pew. <laughs> uh, the other person we need to welcome is Joanna back in studio, in the shed, in person, next to me. <laughs> yes, I am next to you, and there is one of me. A hair less drunk than I am. <laughs> Just a teensy bit. But it's okay, the night's young, so we have a full bottle here, and you never know where that's going to go. Apothic White, I know where it's going. That uh, reminds me. <laughs> yes. I have a tall can of Mango Rita. Time ah. to pop that baby. You know, Lil Rocky. Music to my ears. You really should just call it something else. No, a, he a little less. Oh, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> no, it's perfect. <laughs> it is perfect because this is, no, I don't know what I'm going to say. Nope, nope. I'm not going to say anything offensive. So this week we will talk about the episode with Lacey Newman and the Thursday episode, Allison's audiobook, Daniel's Riddles, and David's Flash Mob. But first, let's do a round of shout outs. Lil Rafi, I'm going to start with you. It's on YouTube. Oh I boy, man. I have a lot. First of all, shout out to Brittany. Our one-year friendiversary from when I was in Texas was Aww. a couple of days back. Aww. Uh, and we hung out for the first time. Also, we're sending a get well, get well soon. We wish you to get well to Buck because he hurt his leg. Shout out to Trice. Hope you're not mad at me for you know what. Oh. Uh, shout out. <laughs> Somebody got racist up in here. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say what I did because I thought it was funny. He When he was on here... 
last. He said that he wanted to ask Allison if Ali Siegel was going to be back, but he didn't want to come off like a creep. So during the live, uh, the live stream for the Patreon people, I wrote, Trice really wants to know if Ali Siegel's going to be back on. And I was just so giddy with, <laughs> with my, de- my devious plan so that I don't even remember what. I don't even know what she said. So for all I know, she's never coming back. Well, number but, one, uh, I don't know if he listened or has listened back to that whole thing because he wasn't a part of that. And I think I called you out even worse during that, and you're still talking to me. So, <laughs> Well, I know he watched it because he texted me. Uh, no, I texted him to say, are you going to join the live stream? And he said that he, uh, he slept through it. He's taking a, oh. you know, his cues from me now. So <laughs> he slept through it and he, he texted me. He said, who asked the Ali Siegel question? And I was uh... like, it certainly wasn't me. <laughs> okay, it wasn't me. <laughs> and no reply. So hopefully he's not mad. Shout out to Becky because I sent Toby, shout out to him, the comic book to Canada. It's only going to take 10 days apparently. And I was, like, looking around for, like, other Allison stuff that I could shove in the envelope. I was, like, while I'm mailing it. And I saw, I didn't send it to him because I kept it for myself. But I saw the keychain and, like, the little things that she made for PodFest. So shout out to her for always being crafty and making things for us. Shout out to Rachel for buying me this mango Rita so I didn't have to go and get one. So you can drink like a woman? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Hey, it, it hits the spot, Lisa. You know, whatever does the job. I don't trust All your and feminine I under- G-spots. I, I understand. She understands, okay? Because she's a therapist. And she's paid to listen and care about your feelings. But I don't get to drink while I listen to other people's problems, usually. Oh, God. Imagine if you could. I know. If only. <laughs> and last, uh, a correct from the corrections department, Megan's nickname was not in high school a uh, hot hot butt Meg. Uh, I was confusing it for something else. Um, so well, Raph, you're gonna have to explain. No, I thought because she wrote it on on Twitter, and I thought, oh yeah, she did have a weird nickname, and I thought that was it. But she had a different nickname that I am not going to say. Oh, it's hot twat Meg. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can throw myself under the bus and you're fine. Chirp, chirp. <laughs> Kelly, do you have any shout out? Shout out to a friend of the show, Laura Broder, who just had her second son. I forgot that. <laughs> shout out to her. That's why we have Kelly. <laughs> Thank goodness. And shout out to everyone in the Best Friends fan cast group. I love that people share quotes and thoughts on episodes. Also, sometimes people talk about other podcasts I like to listen to, and I think that's great. I love that we have a conversation going pretty much all the time. I agree. That's a good shout-out. I think that was going to be mine, but I'll pretend like it was fresh when I say mine. So, Joanna? Sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would like to send a shout-out to Rafi for still being awake. Bravo, bravo. How many minutes in are we? Um, seven okay. minutes, 45 seconds. Right. Oh, <laughs> new record. Me, 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 me. I, I love that you were here for that because <laughs> you were literally you. here for that. And I was like, this is happening. <laughs> and there's no fudging it. This is literally happening. <laughs> so this is the first time I'm back since then. So if it oh. happens again, it's me. <laughs> so stay awake. You might need I'll, to I'll tell on that mango Rachel to get you something with caffeine in it what's that the name of the tea 
Yes, the monster mango morning big thunder hot erection burst. <laughs> Too many words. Morning burst <laughs> erections. Oh my god, why do I talk? Uh, so my shout outs. I wanted to shout out to the Facebook group because it's become like its own thing, and I love it. And I love that we can all sit and talk about Allison and go more in depth on things and. Everyone is so supportive. Like anything any of us do, everyone's there to back us up. And I think it's really cool. So shout out to everyone there. And I think more of you need to be there. Bruce by Dawn, stop being so shy. You're not shy with your beer. So join us. Drink a few and join us. It's fun. Why don't you? Yeah, it's a nice place. Nobody is mean. It doesn't get political. It's pretty great. There's only one blip for a minute, mm-hmm. and then we wrote it out. And you're right. It doesn't get political. It's just very 99.9% positive. And I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Maybe even mm-hmm. more than that. Yeah. So I guess I need to host now. So <laughs> let's talk about... <laughs> oh, I an addendum. I talked about Colonel Jeff, which is rare for me. Oh. <laughs> sure, man. Let me just... Are you sure? Up off the floor because that was just shocking. So I'm yeah, I'm shook as the kids said. Are you okay? <laughs> so shout out to Jen. Uh, she well, lots of people have been telling me I need to be listening to the Colonel Jeff bonus episodes through Patreon, which I have not done this yes. week. I decided to finally do this, and what I had stated last week about. No one ever saying Lisa Lowry says during the last two episodes of the bonus episodes, Allison did say that. So now I feel like he's not obsessed with me and is not wanting to be with me. So I can, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is that good? Yeah. I, I do feel bad about talking about it so much because when PodFest came around, I had to tell everyone not to talk about him because I was worried about my husband being weird about it because he doesn't know about this whole thing. And if he would have been on board from the beginning, it would have been fine. But to have him be like, this guy, you have this thing with him? <laughs> <laughs> and I think, like Rafi, you said maybe last week where you're like, if you put those two guys next to each other, it's very different. Yes. <laughs> but I realize I'm... And luckily I have a therapist next to me to tell me that I'm insane and I should just like calm down. It's not I'm what putting I say words to my in your clients. <laughs> you don't say that to your clients? No, no. I may think it but I work long and hard to not actually say it out loud. Lots of wine mm-hmm. can like dumb down the Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Anyhow. So I realize I may have overstated last episode. Never. <laughs> oh, wow. I've got, I don't know what I was going to say. I've got a team of people here <laughs> to tell me that I'm fine. I'm okay. I think you're fine. Yeah. Um, it it could be, you know, it could happen. It could be what <laughs> you thought talking. it was. I have some wine to drink. Keep talking. <laughs> like I said, in another life. Yes. So, listening back to his episodes, he didn't ask answer a couple of my questions, but um, he did answer a few things that were very interesting, and I enjoyed the episode, so I'm glad I finally listened. And everybody else needs to support Allison on Patreon and listen to all the bonus episodes, because they're so different than the regular shows. You get to really... It's more in-depth, and it's more personal, and it's more fun. Agreed. Agreed. 
Thank you. Little Rafa, you still awake? Barely. Oh, my God. <laughs> what do I need to talk about to keep you awake? Anal? JK, I'm here, Lisa, <laughs> just enjoying the dulcet tones emanating from my headphones. Mm, I heard dull. So, let's get right into the Lacey Newman episode. I'm glad I have a therapist next to me that can talk more about it on a professional level. I was really worried about listening to this episode for many reasons. One being coming from a past of a lot of trauma. And and my biggest fear is what this, these people have gone through. And then one of our close friends having been there... I was very, and being very worried about him and his, uh, his process of getting over it or healing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was last week. And then over the weekend, we were invited to his house for his birthday and his, at his family's house where they were all at this shooting. So I was very nervous going into it of, I want to be someone that's supportive. I think that they need to go, I think... Joanna, you talked on Facebook about having a group therapy mm-hmm. session or a friend that was leading one. And I was really hoping that I could maybe pass that on to him, but it wasn't something that he was going to be into. And I was very nervous about going into their house and it's me. So I don't want to say something wrong and I want to be there to support them and try and push them in a direction of healing. So this whole this whole thing just messed with me even before I listened to it. But after going to their house and talking to them and them, they were very open about their whole situation and everything that they went through. And it was so many similar things that Lacey went through and they seemed so level headed, but then there were certain things where I realized that they were all processing it very differently. And I still, I'm not as worried about my friend. It's my husband's best friend that was, that was part of it was there and his mom and his sister and and his girlfriend and they all were there and it was just a lot of things that they had to deal with and i was honestly really worried about him killing himself and i know my husband and i didn't really talk about that but we were both kind of i just kept saying keep the conversation going with him as far as like keep inviting him over keep being but you can't force someone to get help so right. there's i don't know and coming from my own past of, hey, I want to talk to him and say, I've not been through that, but I've been through this. Like, let's, you need help. You don't want 20 years to go by and you're still like a freak <laughs> like I am. But anyway, being at their house and having them tell us their whole story was such an amazing gift that they gave to me. And then listening to this episode, I was able to not be scared to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And the way Lacey talked about it was also just kind of amazing, but I don't know. I want to hear your perspective, Joanna, as far as do you think that she's denying her feelings, not coping with it, or that she's ahead of the game? I mean, or whatever. Right, right. I'm curious. No, I was, I was curious to hear it too. And that's what I told you earlier. I was, I listened to it before I knew I was going to be coming today. So it just was something that right away I was like, I need to listen to this. I'm curious to hear a perspective, another perspective. Um, and my, just in listening to it, I was surprised how matter of fact about everything about it. She was, um, not being like a comedian or a writer or, you know, she's, I guess you could say just like a regular person that is on a podcast and talked so 
I don't know what another word besides matter, but it was just so matter of fact of just like, this is what happened. This was A, B, and C. She like telling got, a story right. instead of... She did get a little caught up on some things. I don't know if it was necessarily choked up, but I could tell she was getting caught up on certain parts of it. But I, not knowing too much of her history, it sounds like she maybe has had other trauma or other things that maybe this, maybe she's just not ready to process this yet on that level. Because she did say she's not super emotional. She's not super touchy-feely. Right. She's um, a thinker, not a feeler. Right. Which I can understand. I mean, I relate to that 100%. But my, I feel that way because I've had so much trauma that I've cut my feeling off. Right. And I can think about things and I can feel for other people the same way she does. Mm -hmm. But I can't feel my own stuff. And then it comes in, you know, waves sometimes or it's just, I don't know. But I, and I feel for her because I think there was a lot of talk and not a lot of feeling. And mm -hmm. I think it's going to really hit her heart at some point. But I Right. And it may just be in that environment. Talking to Allison is, you know, she's a little more guarded being on a podcast than she might be right. in therapy or, you know, somewhere else. But I think she did say something like that where it's like she feels empathy for other people and she can cry for other people. And maybe that's her way of getting it out, too, of like... Yeah. She's saying, well, I'm crying for this person, but I think a little bit of that is crying for herself, too, if that I, makes sense. I think that's spot on. I think in talking to our friends where and my husband's dad is also a therapist, so the very first weekend it happened, I mentioned it to him and he said, just give him my number, whether they use it or not, you know, these are the things that are going to start happening. They're going to start waking up crying and sweaty and just nightmares and things like that. And, but when talking to them, I said, this is going to be something that's going to affect you for the rest of your life. And I don't think I said it in that way. I kind of waited for them to say things for me to comment on it because I didn't want to just say like, this is some shit, this is shit awful. man. <laughs> um, wow. Like crazy. But you know, they really wanted to talk about it, which was really awesome that they weren't closing it off. But the only person that wasn't really vocal was my husband's best friend. Everybody else was just like, I'm fine about it. I'm this, I'm that. And he just kind of like held it in. And I thought that's the person that's going to explode later on. Mm -hmm. And this is a major thing to have to go through. And they were in the middle of it all as far the same as I feel like when Lacey was telling her story, it was almost the same as what I was hearing them talk about, except for they didn't get shot, but they were the first people to just leave and, but he had much guilt because his girlfriend grabbed him and they ran, but they didn't know if they were running in the right direction. They didn't know if they were running towards right. the shooter. They were just like running. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people that got shot were getting down, which is everybody that you get told, just get down. But you're a sitting duck now. And those places aren't made for escaping. So these people, you know, they were trying to run and jump over fences. She got caught on the top of a fence and a, some other person just grabbed her, lifted her over and then our friend jumped over and he broke his toe, but he ran away from his mom and his sister. So then he's got guilt on leaving his mom and his sister and thinking that it's fireworks and not realizing what's going on. And just the whole There's thing, so many. the way that they were, they were even coming up with new, as they were talking and telling their stories, they were t having revelations on their own situation of like oh you were over here and we were over here and it's just it's so fresh and it's so new and then having 
when this whole thing happened, I thought I need to contact Paul Gilmartin and maybe our friend will go on his show and just like have this out. And then hearing Allison having Lacey on, I thought, okay, this is perfect. This is kind of something to open the conversation with people because it's, you think about how many people are there, but it's affected the whole world basically, Mm -hmm. but it, it hits home for us because it's hitting people that we know. Right. Where I'm on Facebook and I look, oh, this person that is friends with my close friend has been shot and this person is gone and this person. And it's it's hard when you, these things happen, but then when it hits close to home, you're just like, holy shit, this is real. Real. So I, I love that she was on, but I do feel like I don't know if she's dealing with it yet or just in that mode of like trying to protect survival. everybody. Yeah, survival. Mm-hmm. Just and her not realizing if she's a survivor or a victim. And I, I understand that feeling of, you don't want to say you're a survivor of something because you feel like, Oh, you should pity me. Or like you're a victim of something. You should pity me. But, and she feels like she didn't do anything. She did. She survived. And like, not that those people that got shot or killed weren't trying, but you're trying to survive and you survived it. So I I don't know. It, It was such a hard, it was such a different show for Allison to have and I don't know you said you were you were doing a group therapy mm-hmm. you were doing it or were yes. you f- okay me and some other colleagues just um agreed to do either a four or six week um group and we're not calling it group therapy because it's more of like a process support group um so that people that were there can get together and kind of talk about their experience and process it a little bit and give each other support because, you know, I'm a therapist and I went to school, but I can, you know, talk all day and not really know what they went through. Right. Because only the people that were there really can understand. It's just, it's such an insane thing that an everyday occurrence, like a festival or a concert or something like that, that this can happen. And it's such a scary thing. And it's something that I literally worry about every single day of my life, (laughs) which is probably not good, but I'm always looking for an escape route, something, but there's not always there's, Mm -hmm. you're basically either going to get trampled if you can't find a place or this world that we live in is just so chaotic and crazy. And now these people have to live with this, you know, forever. And even, you know, some my friends were just saying, yeah, we were supposed to go to some other concert and, he said, yeah, yeah. that's not going to happen. Like, just a couple. He didn't think he would go into like stagecoach or anything no. like that there. Yeah. And the other day he was over and Amazon delivered a package and I had all the bubble wrap and I usually like stomp on it and I started doing it and it sounded like the noise that I heard on that recording. I'm like, I'm like, no, I can't. Because they were even saying like the loud noises and being in crowds, same as Lacey, just all those things are permanently just ingrained in your memory is like someone that went to war. So, Mm -hmm. you know, having those sort of memories that are just, I don't know. And I don't know how you can't, I honestly was going to contact you, but then this was kind of a perfect segue to ask you how to help him. But then after talking to them, I feel like better, but you can't force someone. So, I mean, how do you, you have to be there for them. And yeah. And I told my husband, I'm like, just keep, Making contact with them, keep mm-hmm. asking them to do all the normal things you guys do, 
and he feels and guilty. Don't make that the focus. And but... that's what my husband said. He's like, when you come over, I don't. We're not talking about that. If you want to talk about it, great. But we're just you're just here to hang out like you do every week. Yeah. And I don't know. The whole thing is just. I don't know. It's it's such a hard thing. You know, you have kids, and Kelly, you have kids or a daughter and you have that feeling of like you want to absorb all their pain and when you see someone going through it you just want to like take it and like just take care of it for mm-hmm. them and it's so hard to see that they're gonna have to deal with it themselves but anyway this is like a hard-hitting heavy. allison <laughs> yeah it's a heavy <laughs> um have either of you know anybody that went through this or like what are your thoughts about monday's episode kelly um, I don't know anyone that personally um, was affected by what happened in Vegas, but I'm just, I, I can't believe that this is like our new normal, like right. shootings all the time, and it it's such a fucking bummer, and I'm, I mean, I thought that this episode was really, really remarkable and really something special and unique, and to be honest with you, this episode, I was putting off listening to it until yesterday. Um, I was just not, I did not think that I could handle the content, and, you know, it kind of destroyed me a little bit. I'm okay, but I found myself crying all the time, and I, it's it's unbelievable that this happened, that she survived and she's telling her story and that we all get to hear it. It's, it's really hard hitting. And even thinking about how she puts into perspective that she didn't have to see all of the the worst parts of it, where her friends had to be in that waiting room of the hospital and seeing Mm -hmm. the reality of everything and the people that were still there and just, I just, I don't know. Like you said, the new normal is this, and it's just, it's scary. You know, a week after we were going to PodFest, and I'm just like, fuck. Mm -hmm. And the kids are like, is it outside? Um, What what kind of a Mm -hmm. venue is this? Mm -hmm. And they're worried about it. And I already worry about those things anyway, because... If you think about, if we were, if they were all armed, it would not have made one difference. Right. Yep. It was just about escaping and living and just a crazy person that decided to change thousands of people's lives for whatever reason. And it's just, it's just disgusting and gross. And then there's no rhyme or reason. And yeah. it's one of my biggest fears is just doing something normal and having your whole life changed because of someone who's crazy. Absolutely. And I really appreciated how Lacey um, is really trusting this process and trusting the police to do an investigation and everything and not being impatient. Like, why did he do this? Why did, why did he do this? Like, she doesn't need to know. She doesn't care. It happened. It doesn't change anything. Right. She was just focused on, I'm a mom now and I need to live Mm -hmm. for my son. And just I don't those are like all of the horrors and she's lived through it and she 
being a fan of Allison is pretty cool. Like just hearing that kind of, oh yeah, I listen to your show. That she knows right. Her, yeah. right. And I know you, but I'm also a listener. And then she, this is like the worst possible <laughs> reason to be on her show. But the whole thing was just, I, I don't know. I, I applaud Allison for having this sort of episode because it's not her usual. And it's a more feeling show that people, like you said, were shying away from listening. I certainly was. I was even shying away from when we got invited over to their house. I thought, oh, okay, this is... When he first came over a couple of days after it happened, I said things that were... In my mind, I told my husband, I'm like, oh my God, why did I say this or that? Because he missed my husband's birthday stuff to go to this thing. And then he said, oh, did you have fun on Saturday? I'm like... What happened Saturday? I can't remember. <laughs> oh, like, in my mouth, like I, uh, yeah, the breweries, yeah, that was fun. You know, we should all go again. I, I don't know. I wanted to be there to like be supportive, but not like and I said everything wrong. So going to their house where four people had been there, I was yeah. just stressing. But once I got there, they were all very. I don't know if they've if it's hit them. Yet, if they're still kind of process, I mean, obviously they're going to process it for a long time. But his mom has uh, reservations at Mandalay Bay in like a couple of months, and she's going to go stay there. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. Well. I mean, we all do things differently, you know. I that's I don't even I don't even know about going to that city, and I wasn't even in it. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to be in the area. I don't want to be... No, none of it. Just, ugh. But, yeah. It's... And by the way, the person that said those aren't gunshots, gunshots uh, that person would have... I would have been dead. Because I always trust everybody else instead of my own instincts. Like, yeah. Or oh, other okay. people. You're re- Well, it must... I don't want to be stupid. Right. And, and instead I'm dead. Because I listened to this asshole that... I want to know what happened to that guy, by the way. I not mean... That, not that you want bad. But, not that but. I want bad, but I'd like him to... He's living with that, if he's alive. He's living with well, those there comments. there was that Budweiser guy. I didn't hear the, this part. There was a there's a picture of a guy with a Budweiser oh, yeah. flipping off the... I saw the video of him, and he was, like, yelling at the guy. Did he live? I think so. Oh, wow. Quintessential American. Mm-hmm. Yeah. America. Yes. And that's the strange thing is so many people there are big, like, you know, they're gun, mm-hmm. they're gun, you know, even our our friend, I mean, we go shooting with him. So, I mean, my husband and I, I said, is he going to be able to go shooting still or like what's going to be? And he said, oh, yeah, I'm fine about that. And I thought, well, it's too soon to really say, but right. I don't want you going shooting with him by yourself because I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I don't, you don't know if somebody, what's going to trigger somebody. Mm-hmm. Just the, I don't know, the whole thing is just, when it happens in Aurora, Colorado, Little Rafi, oh, or yeah. wherever it happens, it hits, you know, especially, you know, there that hit me because we're, you're at the movies, everyone goes to the movies, so then that hits you there. And then the one in Sandy Hook, that was Gosh. a first grade class, which my daughter was in first grade that year. Oh, and wow. it was, so those are all the things that go through your mind, but when it's somebody that hits that close to home, then it's just, it gets even more. It's just so 
just, I don't know, just living is just, is hard. Apparently every time Joanna's here, I feel like I'm laying down on the couch. <laughs> I'm not even saying anything, I'm just... All she has to do is look at me and go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's okay. listening, and yes. you have wine. That's all yes. you need. Thank you. It's not me, it's the wine. <laughs> oh, fucking feelings. Stop. Um, All right. There, little, there little, were. Yeah. Oh, sorry. There yeah. were a few things that really did strike me about this episode. Um, like, I, I really liked that Lacey's. I mean, I think that she's not quite um, processing everything. I, I can't like. It's not on me to tell her if she's processing things right or wrong because it's completely up to someone it's their course um i i hope that she's you know choosing to cope privately um and i thought it was interesting throughout her story you could kind of hear her going through the five stages of grief i found that to be really interesting and um i i thought it was really poignant when the people uh the the people at the hospital were like i'm really glad that you're here that's huge. It, mm-hmm. It's such a, it's such a silly thing. I mean, like I'm really, you know, I'm really glad Rafi's here and Lisa's here and Joanna's here, but under like under those circumstances, it's monumental. Yes, that is one of the things when we I was at our friend's house, we had a moment of, it was his birthday and they had a moment of wow, we're just having a party, like a glad to be alive party. And it was more than a typical birthday. We were like, oh, we're all alive. Yay. It was like, shit. That kind of started the whole process of talking about it. Because I raised my glass. I'm like, I'll cheers to that. (laughs) I mean, like, yes. Basically the same thing. Like, we're, I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad you're alive. And that's what I wanted to say to our friend when he first came over. But I didn't want to be that person (laughs) it was just like you know what come over have a beer that's the it says the same thing but i wanted to say it i wanted to but for her to say that i everything that she said resonated with me and just i'm glad she came on allison's show and vented and talked and opened up about things because i hope that it opens up other people to do the same thing and honestly, I really think it helps with her own healing and process because talking about things is the, thanks to Joanna and her kind, uh, talking about things helps with everything. I I know in any issue I've ever had, bottling it up for decades doesn't help. And as soon as you talk about it, no matter who you're talking to, it helps. No offense. But no. it helps when someone can actually... Do, turn it into something but it's right. you know talking about things and getting your story out there like Lacey was saying is such a huge healing process I think that and the fact that people make comments about get over it and whatever and, like, the, and honestly it's probably like a less than one percent of people but that's the world we're living in mm-hmm. with social media and the people that want to mm-hmm. downgrade anybody's pain or trauma is just disgusting yep but the fact that she's just like, I'm going to tell my story and I'm going to just be loud and proud because that's the only way you're going to get over it. And putting, you're putting, me, there's no meaning, but you're putting, 
I don't even know. I don't even know how to say it, but yeah. Value on them. Value. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's not something that you dreamt up. It's something real. And the more you talk about it, it's, it's real. It's not going away. Little Rafi. I am just glad that um, you guys are on the show to eloquently speak on this episode. And I thought, you know, last episode I said that, you know, I kind of was going to reserve judgment until I heard it. But I feel like it was a great episode for uh, something that we don't usually hear on her show. She did a really good job of not of making it interesting, but not being disrespectful. She didn't and, sensationalize it yes, or anything. Absolutely. She was a good listener and asked the right questions. And it was it was a really good episode. And I think last... Last week, I was very nervous about all of it. I was just like, I don't know if I can listen to this. And it was a very good episode. So there were a few times that I was on the brink of tears. And it's just, it's a hard thing to listen to. And you, even when she's laughing, you hear pain in it. And I don't know. It was, it was a very good episode. And the fact that Allison was tearing up and I was like, oh my God. (laughs) Yes. (sighs) I would love for her to come back and do maybe sort of an update mm-hmm. of where she's at in her healing. And not only that, she was a fun guest to be yeah, on. She was. <laughs> I mean, totally. you know, she was engaging and an interesting person. So I'd like to hear more about her backstory on knowing Allison and, and that whole thing. But otherwise it was a good, it was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Shall we turn on to some turn on? Change gears? Switch gears? Yes, please. <laughs> some more fun. A little more uplifting. Yes. Well, I'm drinking wine. That's uplifting. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Ahem. I'll throw in an ahem there. Thank you. <laughs> Cover up my cough. Yes. You know what? That takes me back to... Oh, this is another addendum. I don't think that Jeff lif- listens. Liffins? Wow. That... He listens because he can't listen to shows because he's an editor. Um, and uh, there are a lot of audio issues with this Let's show. hope he doesn't. <laughs> well, yeah. For starters, let's just hope he doesn't. Let's, ha- let's hope he has a life. But I do... Last, last week, I did not... I edited out literally, like... It took me, like, two minutes because I'm like, I, I don't... When I record on a Friday, I don't have time to do what I now know is dialogue editing, according to him, where I do all the ums and the noises and all that stuff. So last week I didn't do any of that. I just cut out where Rafi and I were talking shit on whoever. And (laughs) (laughs) and then, uh, and I just put it out as quick as possible. But uh, yeah, I, I, I was curious to know if he listened, but now I think... There's no way. Also, Lil Rafi, you did an awesome job on the wife swap episode, which I'm just finally finishing up with the editing with the person from a different country that you edited into you and Trice and Matt. So, bravo. Thank you. Uh, That is actually my favorite episode that I have ever done. I Honestly, if you didn't say that, that he wasn't there, I don't think I would have noticed. You did a really good job of that. Thanks. Uh, I think it came out well. And if you guys haven't heard it, you should go listen to it. 
it's fun and funny and uh we should have him back on actually he he was a great guest and i had recorded some other stuff with him to that i wanted to turn into a thank you for being a fan but um because i am a terrible host and we just started talking Stop about it. rap music for like a good half hour <laughs> i was like I don't know how good of an episode this would be for a thank you for being a fan. It's really just us talking about Jay-Z albums. <laughs> well, so thank I mean, you for being a fan of Jay-Z. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. And that's cool. Uh, that's your thing. I would love to do some more thank you for being a fan. Uh, I know I need to do Tamara, one. if you're listening, or if you, however you say your name, at Teal Holler, Teal, we need you on. Um, Claire, I want to talk to you. Did I even do a bit of, <laughs> I looked at you and I just totally <laughs> forgot what I was, what that words could ca- come out of my mouth. Um, Joanna, yeah. did I do a thank you for being a friend with you? Nope, okay. So need to do we one. need to do that. And, uh, I feel like a lot of people, especially on the Facebook group, because I feel like we've all gotten very close. I want to talk to you more and it's it's not scary i swear i get nervous still every single week i do and that i'll blame the wine on that okay Okay. did you hear that i did it i did it i gave you another one okay 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 uh let's talk about the thursday episode it was a great episode uh we were hurt damn it shit we were her little potato... <laughs> no, it was... Um, potato... Potato something. Hold potato. on. I have it. I have it here. I have it here. Furtadas. Mm. Sent in by Danielle Fort. <laughs> Is that really <laughs> Yes. <laughs> if you're listening, then that's awesome name. Obviously. A potato furtada. Furtada. <laughs> potato furtada. Can I interrupt with some uh, backstory? Please do. Please do. Uh, so... It turned out that Rachel's was the first uh, Patreon picked um, carb choice, yes. and she texted me that I had inspired it, and I thought she was just saying weird nonsense because she's crazy. <laughs> but it turns out we crazy like earlier you. that week. <laughs> and why wouldn't little Rafi inspire banana pudding right? cups? <laughs> Well, so earlier that week, we went to Dairy Queen, and what I always get there is the banana malt, and she said that she was thinking banana, banana, and then that's how she came up with banana custard cups. So, really, the carb was mine. Oh. JK, Um, but shout out to the Patreon people. Banana malt. Let's. Oh my god, they're delicious. It's a banana milk. It gives you the shits? What was that? And then they add malt. (laughs) So banana malt I get, but that's not what I would get. No, Dairy Queen on purpose. I would try it. I would try it. A There's s- just so many better things. Sip. I used to make banana malts at my first job. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. But it wasn't Dairy Queen. Oh, is it tasty what freeze? Would you get, Joanna? Is it tasty freeze? Where no. was it? Uh, it was at a small little hamburger place in Sacramento. No, where you would know. Trice might know. Jasper's. Jasper's, Trice, if you know it. Possibly. What would you get at uh, Dairy Queen, a Joanna? Blizzard. Oh, blizzard. So <laughs> cliche. So you know what I would get? <laughs> I would get French fries and chicken strips and fucked up ice cream. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> you would get the hot eats. Not what the treats. fuck, Lisa? I'm all about the cold or hot eats. Cold. <laughs> More cold treats eats. for us. <laughs> the cold treats, as hashtag I would say, mm, I would steer clear of a lot of those things. When doesn't he say that? Yeah, but <laughs> am I putting words? I, I may be paraphrasing. Yeah, uh, but they they eat rancid. Cinnamon twist. Cinnamon so. twist. Yeah, you're not cut up oh, on that. Oh, no, I am not. Well, not happily. To oh. eat rancid. No, yeah. they ordered cinnamon twist and they were rancid. Okay. So they weren't happy about no. it. All right. In other words, blizzards can go fuck themselves. <laughs> wow. This is a really controversial <laughs> podcast. Very controversial. <laughs> controversial. Ooh, wine's kicking in talk. for her, too. <laughs> Thank God I'm not the only drunk. Uh, yeah, uh, Potato Furt, what was her name? Danielle Furt. Furt. It's F-O-O-R-T. Furt. I just spit everywhere. I know she doesn't listen, but that's cool. <laughs> we all have last names. And how do you know she doesn't listen? Uh, yeah, how do you know? Hi, uh-huh. Danielle. Uh-huh. You're awesome. Shout out to Danielle. You know what's cool about Furt is Furt. <laughs> I think if Danielle wow. was listening to this right now, she'd probably be thinking. I married someone with a Furt. Uh, leave me alone. Uh, leave me alone. Uh. <laughs> I've had just enough wine where I just want to say Furt for like another hour. Oh, man. <laughs> I'll okay. Over here. Potato no, frittata. So that's cool. Um, support Allison on Patreon because you could be the next for uh, potato frittata. Or the next. <laughs> oh god! You know, you get to become not... your carb. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yes, that. <laughs> I was gonna say. Something we need back. to get someone else on the level of her getting to. Oh, say... they're gonna say someone else on this show besides me. No. <laughs> someone else on the level of drunkenness. No, the oh, projecting. The Patreon level. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. That she'll say whatever you want. Mo and Tim. Mm-hmm. By the way, f- Tim chiming in during the whole carb call out was awesome. I still find him strange. Who is Mo? Exactly. He's a mofo, and I want to know who he is. But he's another $100 um, Patreon support. Supporter? I don't even know what I was going to say. Supporter? Patron. Yeah, patron. Patreon Chino. So, someone we should know. Yeah. Yeah, there's one thing good about him. (laughs) Or her. (laughs) Little Rafi, I I know I call you for a life preserver of some sort, and a lot of times you should just throw me one. (laughs) Lucky for you, I have one. Ooh. Would you like to do a Seinfeld trivia minute? Yeah, hell yeah. I would do a Seinfeld trivia lifetime, but if we only have a minute, yes. Well, you very kindly gifted me the Seinfeld trivia game, and it only took me many months to ship it back with me, but uh, uh, I'm glad you did. It Must has miss. many, many questions, and I would like to read one now. All right. I'm going to read you the hard one, because we're all... Because I like them hard. Seinfeld universe. Yes, Seinfeld is good. <laughs> so, Jerry tells George that Vanessa looks like this actress as they stake out her building 
sorry, as they stake her out in the lobby of her office building. Ah, ah. I'm gonna go. Is it Rebecca De Mornay? I know that's come no. up on the show before. No, that's a different. It is not. Oh, damn it! It's not Marissa Tomei. Um, dude, that's like the first episode. This is a very, very early episode. I know the building, possibly. The Shiminimish Shiminimish. <laughs> the House of Pfeffer Incorporated. <laughs> Joanna, any guesses? Oh my God. <laughs> no. Um, no guess? She looks like. Oh, it'd be something George would say, so it's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Our minute is probably up, yep. so oh. I'm going to need an answer. That's my memoir title. Your minute's up. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> the correct answer is Lonnie Anderson. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, hmm, I never would have gotten that. Can we That's have another, like please? WKRP in Cincinnati. Yeah, let's, what's the easy one? The easy one also on that Lonnie card. Anderson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good one, Lisa. <laughs> Jerry tells Elaine he hates anyone that ever had this kind of oh, animal when oh, growing up. Pony. Then Come finds on. out that his relative Manya had one. Pony. Pony. Mhm. I had a pony. <laughs> <laughs> I will put that at the beginning. All right, give us one more heart. I need more than just one minute of Seinfeld. Need more than one hard one? Yes. Oh, boy. You know me and my DP. (laughs) I feel like this one's kind of an intermediate one. It's not super easy, but it's not that hard. What's the first kind of soup that Jerry orders from the soup Nazi? Okay. That one was just on the other night. Um, Hold on. They're all just on the other night. I know. Lobster bisque. Lobster bisque. Mulligatani was the second. From, uh, what's his face? No, the other one. The fat guy. George? No. The other one. Newman? The other guy. I'm sorry, Lisa, but you are incorrect. It's mulligatani. Lobster bisque. Crab bisque. Crab bisque. bisque. So lobster bisque is, I mentioned the bisque. Damn it. (laughs) I I mixed them up. It's easy to do. Mm. Not in my, not so, in my world. But I've watched we that should probably, in the past two days. <laughs> we should probably get back to uh, the Allison Rosen show. Oh, is that why we're here? Potato frittata. Potato <laughs> patata. <laughs> it's what brings us together today. It really is. It's the egg in the matzo ball. That's what I always used to say I was. I don't know why I'm saying that. Okay, so charades. <laughs> Anybody on board for charades? I like charades. I like charades. My family was one of these weird families that all did charades. They didn't get along in the in the form of like communicating in real life, but in charades, we were winners. Uh, y'all? Hmm. Um, no. My family didn't do things together. Well, our family pretended like we were cool, okay? <laughs> We didn't play, I don't think, as a family. I feel like it's something we did as, with friends. I got more into games with friends, but we never did charades. Hmm. But our family would get together and 
do the hat full of mm-hmm. whatever. Little Rafi? Uh, same as Kelly. My family did not do anything together, and I've never played charades, but oh. I feel like I would be good at it. Okay, I think you would, based on the game that we played together where you were aced it. And it I was nothing like charades. <laughs> yeah, but it's charades of the of the mouth. Charades of the mm, heart, somebody? <laughs> well, next time Accents. we're in Texas... Or next time we get together, we should play charades. Yes. We were supposed to play Mahjong, and that never happened. Oh, I forgot oh. about that. Jen, shout out to you. You need to bring your Mahjong game. So we, we, we would remember. And on the subject of that, if, if you've never seen an automatic Mahjong table, look it up on YouTube. It's kind of amazing, and I could kind of really? watch it forever. Like a lot of octogenarians getting excited it's like it's like a an, a table that you just pour the tiles into it and it shoots them out oh, and it, it's amazing dangerous. just look it up i feel like this is something <laughs> that, i could get just into. like shoot them out it like <laughs> it, inside of the table it like arranges them and shuffles them and whatnot huh. and then they all pop up in the in the neat little stacks for you but it, it looks like a magic trick look it up I will. She will. I'm going to pop one up right now. So, Jeff had an underwear leaving epiphany <laughs> for for Allison. Um, I didn't really follow his epiphany, but it made me think. I don't really remember the story 100 percent apparently because how? Why did she leave her underwear there? I think it fell out of her bag, like she had That's an extra pair, like some. I've left, I think I've shared my story about leaving my period-stained uh, girdle underwear at someone's house. But that was because I thought, oh shit, this is going to happen. i got to like take this off because I don't want him to see this. But then I forgot and left it in his bathroom. <laughs> Did not have my name in it, but my DNA was there. Right. So, I mean, clearly. <laughs> so he could have it tested. Yeah, which is what people do with their spare time. Right. But I don't know what he... I don't know why she left it. I don't. Re- I don't remember. I think it really was an accident. And I do agree, though, that why is that the first thing his parents go to? The whole situation was weird, and the fact that they went to it, and the fact that he gave her a riddle to figure out what she did. <laughs> Their whole family is probably still living together in some weird <laughs> commune. I don't know what's happening with that whole situation. But do you guys remember the story originally, like why she left her underwear and her, how that happened? I I think she just had an extra pair just in case in her uh, purse, as I I think. But then women how do you are... leave one? Like you pull something yeah, out. I think and it they fell just... out. Yeah, yeah. I think oh. she was rifling around in her purse or something, and it fell. This is. That's the epiphany I'm having. Right. I really want to know how that happened. But um, I like that Jeff's thinking about her left undies still. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> He's a real gentleman. He is. He wants he really to is. protect her. Sorry. I was just daydreaming. <laughs> about leaving your undies. Sure. Oh, Jeffrey. I How did do you call, guys... I did call him that at the last pod, oh, at last wow. year's podcast. Oh, oh Robbie! <laughs> I shouldn't be um, allowed out in public, really. Okay, go for it. 
Not without a handler, at least. Um, how do you feel about watching Mad About You with this guy's mom I on the couch? I thought that was hysterical. It is hysterical, and it. that scene needs to be in some sort of a something somewhere, a movie something where, number one, she left her undies, and now she's sitting and watching Mad About You. Awkwardly. With, awkwardly. It's not like they're like, oh, this is a great episode. It's like, oh, fuck. Is he ready yet? Can yeah, and not all the while her underwear with her name on it are just like floating around in there, just waiting to be found. It's so '90s sitcom. It, it is. is. It's one of those things where you're like, that didn't happen. Oh, it did. That's real. <laughs> it needs to be televised. I want to see this acted out, and I want to know who this guy is and where he is now. I want to know his story. Probably I mean, I think you figured it out. <laughs> I think you already said where he is. Oh, with his mom? So I need to figure out who's watching Mad About You once again? Mm-hmm. She's, like, That's watching right. that episode right now, and he's still, like, some broad with some undies in my... By the way, why were the parents involved? How did this whole thing... Did they know. find him? Did she get her underwear back? Yes. Okay. Get them back. I, oh no! I'm asking. Yes, I'm correct. I'm <laughs> agreeing with your questions. Sorry. We have questions. No, there are so many questions that are not answered, and we've heard the story. I don't know how many times, and I'm more questions now. So, I'm not having epiphanies. I'm having questions. Mm-hmm. But I like that Jeff's sitting at home thinking right now. His cats are like jumping over, and he's just thinking about her undies, I'm trying to figure it out. So the big news, past the undies, is Allison is going through IVF again. Like, yeah. holy shit. That's huge. She just kind of, like, slipped it out there. Like, oh, yeah, IVF, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, um, Very casual. Yes. This is huge news, and I feel like she's going to get pregnant very quickly. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think her body's ready. Uh, now, has, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a little confused, because what I got from... Her announcing that she's going through IVF was... I thought she was just um, attempting to produce more eggs. Correct. I think that's what um, they're saying. Is, yeah, she's going to try and retrieve more so that when they are oh. ready to implant, they have more... So maybe okay, I gotcha. didn't listen correctly. I guess I was like, oh, they're implanting this shit. It's happening. No, I mean, I, I was like... I'm still sort of floored. I'm like, holy shit, this is mm-hmm. happening. Like, I didn't expect for it to happen so soon. Both not ready or wanting a newborn right away, but right. Number one, you can't. You just need to like, if you want another one, just do it, right? Because any time's gonna suck, and and then it'll be fine afterwards. But you just the clock is ticking. I mean, she can't do it forever. So, yeah. I mean, how long did it take her to get pregnant the first time? Over a year. And yeah. So that's really exciting. And for me, because I'll have two kids to take care of. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yes. You'll need me to help you. I, okay. So you weren't around for the last thing okay and then she was it was like a whole the whole patreon live stream was asking me about my my hair and then talking about 
Oh no, I missed the last one. Um, me babysitting. And I said, yeah. It was. Yeah. It was all about you, Lisa. Lay it on me. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Keep her going. Your it was your hair. Your hair is so great. Oh, you're going to watch my kid. Okay, I'm gonna call you. Yeah. You only you only watch um, this little girl like a few times a week. Oh, so your availability is better than I expected. I'm gonna call you. See, it's, it's it, so it wasn't in my own head. <laughs> nope, I heard it. And I think my exact quote was, "I'm flexible and I don't say no." <laughs> yep. <laughs> You should um, you should write that on a pair of underwear and give them to Jeff. <laughs> but I'll be sure and make sure it, be sure and make sure I'll make sure it's not my actual underwear because not sexy. So I'll find some cute underwear and put them on there. I'm like yeah, perfect. And this then is when cool. you go babysit, you'll just leave them. Yeah, and Jeff's like, oh, I just had an epiphany. I found Lisa. <laughs> I just found Lisa Lowry's Brazilian she underwear. <laughs> God damn it. I mean, you can ask Rafi where he sits. Oh. Well, Rafi. You know, because Rafi has been He's to been Allison's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, they're. Been to his, her house? I. We hadn't heard that. That's <laughs> new information. Well, there, there are also videos when they, you know, when they do like uh, short little clips before the right. show or during sometimes, you can see where they sit, but when you enter her dining room, the first chair you see is Allison, and to the left of that is Jeff. It's funny. I had it pictured the other way around. Probably because it's reversed on the yes. video. I thought you entered on the other side, but I did see them sitting next to each other. I, yeah, I'm not going to talk. But I guess I have to. Because we're doing a podcast. Oh, you know? right, 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 right. Um, yeah, that whole Patreon live stream, I was just like, all right, I this whole thing. I mean, Joanna, you can see my hair tonight. It's on a, in a Beautiful. bun. <laughs> it's flowing and luxurious as per usual. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that happens only when I go see people. Sorry, you're pe- you're a person. It's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like I'm more sorry. You're a people. You don't dress up for me, so I must be. <laughs> I changed my shirt into this non like, into this like, nondescript. <laughs> well, it's like when they used to talk about are they sweatpants right ready yet? And I don't think they ever got to sweatpants. It needs to be sweat sweatpants o'clock all the time. Yes. I think over there because nobody's seen anybody from the waists down, as far as I'm concerned. Well, as far as I'm concerned, it's always down. But as far as I know, <laughs> God, what say you, Rafi? <laughs> yes, is it always um, down over there? Or I, <laughs> well, I am currently wearing sweatpants, but that's because I'm a garbage person. And there's no you are George Costanza, and you've given up. Exactly. I I'm George Costanza as well. Just so you know, but you too. know that because you've met my friends. Rafi. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, well, on the subject of uh, pregnancy and whatnot, we haven't had a, uh, an update from Jenna and Al since they've had the, the second child. So yes. hopefully, if we get one of those next week, that would be awesome. Her baby is so freaking cute. Mm-hmm. She so looks very like cute. Oh, she looks like a little doll baby. Like she looks, she looks like Jenna. I think more and mm-hmm. just it's crazy when you have a second child and 
you are so prepared for one thing and then they're the complete opposite. Uh And that's exactly how it is. It's like, she does not look like Sam to me at all. She just looks like Jenna, like Mm -hmm. a little baby Jenna. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Darling. So cute. And I love the name Dylan. I was way off. I really didn't think they were going to go different and they really totally did. They did. But super cute. I we talked with Allison uh, during the podfest about so many things, and I think she's put them to use with the Patreon carb thing, which is awesome. And you know, she talked about the, well, you know, talking to us about the Thursday people and and different things like that. But we, I mentioned to Allison that I love hearing the updates from Jenna and Al. I think it's really cool. It's nice to hear how they're doing and just kind of keeping them part of the show, but. She's done such a great job with making the show awesome as it is, but it's nice to kind of keep in touch with them. And I told her we really want to have Greg Heller updates. And uh, yes. I don't think that it would be that. I think he would love. Oh, yeah. It would be the minimum on his part to be like, oh, cool. I can just like talk and to say whatever. Just BS. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be anywhere. I want Greg updates every week. <laughs> every week. So that's the one thing that has not gone through. So I feel like we need to do a little Twitter campaign to kind of get that started. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'm glad I could work that out in therapy here. Uh, the other thing I forgot to mention was talking to David Huntsberger. Little Rafi, you've met him in person. He's way different in person than he sounds like. Like just a di- Even still, I've seen him, met him, and listening to him, he's just a it just, it doesn't add, it doesn't connect. Do you have the same thing, Lil Rafi? Yes, but again, like I said, I, I think it was because of the weird things going on during his stand-up set uh, right before we met him. So, but but then again, at PodFest, he left so quickly that, you know, I didn't oh, get a but, sense I mean, <laughs> you of hear how the glug-glug of Joanna <laughs> next to me. Uh, did you... No, go ahead and splash. Okay. Splish, splash. We, we need a drink and maybe fill mine up too. Please. <laughs> so when I talked to him, I said, oh, I was the person who... Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm not peeing. I swear, but it sounds... She's <laughs> done peeing. I, I told him, I said, I'm, I'm the one that gave you the... I did the Amazon whatever. And he was just like, oh, thank you so much. But then there's like that empty, like, com- like... Okay. And I said, because you're, so then I had to start filling the air with conversation and I was so nervous. I couldn't think of what to say. I said, because your thing, (laughs) I couldn't. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm really nervous. I'm sorry. I said, you're special. You're special. Deserved it. And so it was so good that you you totally earned it, so it should have been good. But it took me a while to get over that hump, and he's just looking at me like, you're an idiot. <laughs> but once I finally got there, he's like, oh, you're so nice. He's, that, that's very nice of you, and just whatever. And I said, okay, I'm going to move on to somewhere else, because I'm very nervous right now. So that was my other revelation from PodFest, <laughs> which is nothing, but it's just... These moments that we have with them and you think about other celebrities. I mean, I think about with Twin Peaks Festival, I not many people have those kinds of opportunities with meeting people that you are 
to you are iconic or to you that are that you're such a fan of and to be that close to them and have nothing to say is rough but it's also just it's just such a it's a te- it's a testament to Allison and how she forms these people and brings these people to our lives and I, a year ago David Huntsberger walking past me eh, nothing now mm-hmm. I'm tongue tied <laughs> talking to this person <laughs> And it's just, I, I don't know. The whole thing is so cool. I wish that you could have gone, Joanna. I know. The whole, even Rafi, you were, you were talking, I think, on the episode that I, that you hosted and we drank so much and I didn't feel like I got drunk. Like, I don't know how that happened, but we were drinking the whole time and not really being, not like last year. Last year I was like. I think Rafi said he felt like he had to babysit me, but I <laughs> was not <laughs> that bad this year. And it was just such a weird, I don't know. It's almost like being hypnotized. Like you just have like this weird reality of like being around all these people and just the whole weekend was just an amazing, surreal experience. I'm going to drink wine. Rafi talk. <laughs> so when... I met him after PodFest. I only got to say a very brief thing to him. Um, I told him that... Sorry about um, Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) I should have said that. I should have warned. No, I told him that... um, uh, Oh, I met you in Denver. And I said, wait, no, not Denver. It was in... You were in Boulder. And I was like, wait, no, not... Oh, was boy. it Boulder? <laughs> so no, he's already you, tuned you, you out were, by then. You were in Fort Collins, and we we went to see, and then and then I got distracted because Daniel was. I was trying to get Daniel to sign the book, and the next thing you know, he was gone. So I oh, came off oh. even worse than you did, Lisa. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that makes makes me feel much better. <laughs> he is so. It's weird, like seeing him on stage, and everybody else. I mean, I think John, like that's his. That's where he shines, I feel like. He's just like, this is my place. This is where I need to be. And I think Jordan is the same. I don't think that Daniel really wanted to be there. And Allison seemed nervous, but not in a bad way. She seemed like she was just energized about the whole thing. And David just seemed kind of like, this is weird. But he's used to being in front of people. So the whole thing was just, there's so much to seeing it live. And in person, because who knows what's really going on when they're in studio. I mean, I don't know. It was just, if anybody can go see them live and has the opportunity, take it. Because it's just, it's so much fun. And I don't know. Once I start babysitting for Allison, she'll probably be able to do more live shows. So It's true. You're doing us all a service. Yeah, you're welcome, in other words, (laughs) is what I'm trying to say. And really, really quick on PodFest again, um, John Henson again recognized me. He said, yes. you're the guy. And I was like, yes, I am. Um, and also, if you I, had- I heard that, and I'm like, I'm like laughing from the other side of the room like a maniac. But I'm like, yes, John Henson, Rafi, this is awesome. Cool. It's, it's funny the, <laughs> the difference of, because that was right before I talked to uh, David, so the difference from going from being recognized by one guy to the other guy looking at me like <laughs> I'm a maniac. But uh, that's like, if, that's my life. Doesn't that um, reflect your meeting of John the first time and David the first exactly, time as well? Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. So I think they're just both like that all the time. But if you haven't heard the uh, Can I Pet Your Dog with David Huntsberger 
Uh, Rachel told me about it, so I downloaded it, and it was so fun and funny, and he told a lot of great stories about dogs that he's had in the past. Um, and I wish I could get that David when I meet oh. him. I bet that's what his girlfriend says, too. <laughs> hey <laughs> He's very different in person, but I, anyway. He's so funny, and he has such great stories, and even like today on the Thursday episode where just one random thing can turn into him talking about ad lib so much. Yes. And oh I just accidentally I was going to Union Station to take the train and accidentally walked into <laughs> filming happening <laughs> and thinking it's a flash mob, which like that whole scene is just number one, it sounds like something that would happen to me, not someone like him, but just that whole situation of like, ah, this is awkward. Right. What, what do I do? During Podfest, right outside the Billmore, we went, it's very weird how they have their, they have two entrances, but you can, sorry, two exits and one entrance. So you try and go in one place, you can't get in there. It's, it's a weird setup. So Mike and I leave and we try and go in and we had to get, we got stopped because they're filming on the street. So, literally, we go in, out one door to go into the other, and we had to get stopped on the corner, and they're filming some Cadillac commercials. So, we're saying, but but they made sure, like, everyone on the streets had to stop. There, There's no walking. There's no pedestrians. So, for whoever the, the PA <laughs> working that job did not do a good job, because <laughs> these people were on their shit, and it was for some crappy little commercial, and we're just staying there watching a commercial happen. It's like, oh, this huh. is cool. But... The fact that he walked in on it and they acted like he was the asshole. Right. <laughs> Just, yeah. Uh, so, what I really want to talk about with this episode is haunted houses and where you guys stand on it. Also, the Queen Mary is something near and dear to my heart. I've shared on this episode. Hopefully I don't have to retell that one. It's a sex story. But I love the Queen Mary. It's awesome. And Joanna, being from here, you understand mm-hmm. the Queen Mary. Yes. It's like really cool. And Jeff saying he's a regular and then actually he's only been there once really dashed my dreams. Um, <laughs> but I have been wanting to go to this Queen Mary haunted house thing, the maze thing. And I could have gone when Renee and Jordan are there. That would have like been awesome. Yes. That was like many worlds colliding into one. But I want to know your opinion about haunted houses. But this is very close to Joanna's household. So I want you to tell some stories. Unfortunately. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So my husband has always been more of the haunted house, scary movie, all of that kind of stuff person. And he, as we've been married, have has convinced me more and more. And, like, this is the first year we haven't gone to Not Scary Farm probably in 10 years, which I, I'm pissed I about. But. have to. I've only been when I was in sixth grade. And I not. Allison says she was shit her pants. Mm-hmm. And I actually peed my pants. And it was sixth so, grade. That was the last time. Right. So the first time he convinced me to go, we went with a group of friends. And. We walk up and the fog's going and all this stuff. And I was like, you know what? You guys go. I'm going to wait in the car. I'm fine. Wait Don't in the car. Have fun. Stay as long I as you want. I have to say the parking lot in Buena Park. Probably, probably scarier. scarier. <laughs> That's true. But so I went and since then 
that kind of stuff I like. I'm I'm with Renee. Like I like the haunted house stuff, but scary movies, fuck no. Like no. But my husband last year decided with his acting history wants to be a what, a character. I've not heard that term before. But <laughs> oh my amazing. god! Apparently he's a character. <laughs> And At, we need to get him a shirt. <laughs> we need to get him a character shirt, yes. Emily, Emily, character shirt. Yes. Please. Um, but he actually works at the one that Allison was talking about where they cut your hair um, and you have to sign this crazy waiver. They do have electric shocks. And I'd be in for the electric shocks, but cut my hair, fuck off. I actually <laughs> injured myself this year. going, And oh I didn't gosh. even go through the actual thing because... It's too much for me. Like, if you have me sign a waiver with that kind of stuff, no, it's too much. So I won't go through, but they had a family-friendly event where you could bring your kids. <laughs> where there's just a little fingering. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, there were kids invited to this. Exactly. So like, lights oh, on. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Lights on, no monsters. But there is there is a ball pit. And at 38, I decided I'm going to be the cool mom and jump in the ball pit. And the guys that... That volunteer to be the balls in the ball pit. I mean, <laughs> they, just they are the heroes. <laughs> <laughs> so I jump off this giant platform into the ball pit, and oh my, my God. ankle instantly just like I thought it shattered. It didn't. I'm a little dramatic, but it sprained. It was over two weeks ago. I'm still limping, and I hate this place. But <laughs> you're talking about your marriage, or you? Talking- yeah. Oh, oh, oh right. <laughs> No, but it is, it really is the one because this year they did um, have a little barbershop section and if you agree Mm -mm, to it, they mm -mm, will cut your hair. mm -mm. People have gotten, because it's called 17th door, so people have gotten 17 shaved on the side of their head. What? And there's signs everywhere that say, these are not professional barbers. (laughs) Great. (laughs) If you sit in this chair, your hair will be cut. So, yeah. And I'm like, I have no husband Thursday through Saturday for the month of October. So that's, so what is his role? I'd like to know. Oh, good. (laughs) This year he's been more of a floater. And by that, (laughs) (laughs) he fills in when they need him. Yes. They basically place him. I was literally picturing like a piece of poop floating in the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) No. And you've met him. He has a big personality. Yes. So he does fill in very well. So I mean, he's been so he's like Kramer things. at the Academy Awards, like kind of except filler. not racist. <laughs> <laughs> he's not yelling out racial slurs. He's not yelling the N word at everybody. As far as I in. know, oh, no. okay. But um, um, yeah, I can't believe that you are here tonight for two reasons: <laughs> the Lacey Skinner. Newman episode. And the fact that your husband is part of this very haunted house that they were speaking yes. of. Yes, when she said it, I was like, yep, that's the one. <sighs> and I'm like, yeah, and there nope, really that's are not the one shocks. I'm ever going to. Well, electric shocks, uh, I... You're into it? Yes. Okay. Well, uh, into it. <laughs> hey <laughs> We're learning a lot about you, Lisa. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, when I had physical therapy, that was my favorite uh, part. Okay. Which, when my wrist that. is hurting, I feel like I could use it again. But it's very, it feels nice. <laughs> my voice is getting higher. So, uh, I, haunted houses uh, and scary movies. Love. I love everything about Halloween. I love and hate it because I I don't like changing my underwear. But it's fun. I like everything about it. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do, you leave it at someone's house. 
Right. As long as my name's written in it. I'm like, I was scared. And just leave it. <laughs> but hopefully there's not... Yeah. So... But haunted houses, I, it's one of those things like I love to hate and our neighbors do one. And I, I did pee my pants the last time I went on it last year. And the year before that, I think I shared on, maybe it was during GMO Patrol where my, my friend and I went through and my, and our, my, our neighbors were like, well, we're going to go toilet paper this house while you guys go (laughs) into the haunted house. And I'm like, all right. So I told my daughter, I'm like, they're all toilet paper in the house. And she was just like crying about it. I don't want to do that. I'm like, well, you don't have to. I'm going to go through the haunted house. I'll be right out. I went through, peed my pants, <laughs> came out, and she's like pirouetting with toilet paper in the neighbor's house. Totally toilet paper in the house. Like, ha- totally embracing it in a matter of five minutes. So, uh, she was totally in- into it. Can I say totally? If you want to get drunk, say, just have a shot when I say totally. But and when uh, I say okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. But haunted houses, I love I love that people go through the trouble of all of it. It's a if I was married to it, no. Uh but I like it you don't have a haunted house, so it's okay. It's okay. It's a little trauma. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but scary movies I love. I want like I want all of it. And I also don't because it scares the shit out of me. But also I think it's the one thing that, not maybe not the one thing, but it is it is a thing that makes me relate or, I don't even know how to say this, but my past trauma, if I watch things that are scary somehow, it, it like evens it out or it's somehow, I don't, I don't know what it is, but it, somehow it makes it okay in my brain where I can watch these fucked up visuals and somehow it makes all my own stuff just like dissolve. And I, and I, that, that, that really is what it is because I know some people can't watch the, if you've been through like Lacey Newman or other people that have been through the Las Vegas thing, are they going to be watching Halloween movies right now where there's shootings or where there's any kind of death? I don't know. All I know is the things that I went through, I like watching those things in movies and that's, Maybe that's weird. Maybe it's because I haven't healed. Let's hear. Let's hear my <laughs> shit. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's whatever works for you. Oh. I mean, I've had a little bit of wine, so I'm not really on top of it. But and you're not getting paid right now, so like, thank you. Know, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <Okay. laughs> oh. No, but I think. I don't know. I think it's. Well, okay. I get it. Here's my here's think. my example. When I would watch David Lynch movies that are really surreal and really fucked up, the things that I identified with were like some fucked up situations. But somehow watching that made me feel like that was not that it was okay, it was just but that you're not alone. Yes. Yes. And maybe that's why especially like what Lace was saying and what you were saying is having a group therapy where mm-hmm. other people have had these experiences talk about it. Having those movies was my therapy because nobody talks about the things that I was going through. Mm-hmm. Everybody is quiet about it. Everything's just, you know, quiet. And so it was shameful. Yes. It's shameful and to bring it up is uncomfortable for people. So you don't bring it up. You just push it down and push it down. And these movies were like an escape or a 
some a release of all of these things. Right. And I have another friend that was going through those same things, and her and I, I think, see more the most eye to eye on all. Of, we never had to talk about the movies. We just would cry and just like. She cries more than I do because I cry like maybe once a year, and she'll cry at the drop of the hat. But but her and I like we or she and I we 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 get it we understood mm-hmm. like, and whenever we bring new people in to watch these movies with us, it was sort of not scary. But I thought okay, we're letting someone into our crazy world, and if Your someone safe space. yes, thank you, and if someone came in and they were like, I don't get it. I don't know. And you were like... And I thought... and Then you knew you couldn't trust them. We both said they've never been through any kind of trauma before. They don't understand. But now, looking back, I think maybe they like a movie that's more linear and that actually has like something you can just follow easily. Not something that is drawing from craziness. (laughs) But in our minds, she's never had any trauma. She's never had any, like, whatever. Okay, that's fine. That's where she stands. But that's where we kind of identified together. So, anyway, haunted houses, though. (laughs) (laughs) Those are some scary shit. Oh, my God. The last one, there was a guy that was Freddy Krueger. And that's one of, I think that was one of the first scary movies I've ever seen. And you've never seen it? Oh, fuck. I was scared to go to sleep after that. It's so real and so... But who knows? I was in sixth grade when right. I first saw it. I, I feel like I would still be scared if I saw it now. But seeing him and he's just sitting there and he's just like, I'm going to fuck with you when you come through here. That's like his whole ambiance was like, this is... Just come on through because I'm going to fuck with you. And I was just like, oh, this is where I'm going to pee my pants. <laughs> and I did. But anyhow... Little Rafi, how do you feel about haunted houses? <laughs> I feel I, like I, I really use this as a therapy session when Jan is here. Um, I have never been to one, but I am totally down what? for going to one. I mean, it doesn't sound all that scary. Oh, okay. Um, so I don't know. So you're gonna but be the I, guy I, like, oh, that's scary. <laughs> well, the thing is, like. Like, even in movies, I can, like, get into it. So I think I can, like, play along enough. And um, actually, at the Stanley Hotel, they're having a lot of events this week leading up to Halloween. So I wish I could go out there, but we'll see. Please do. I'm reading that book right now, and I... I, I'll come out to visit you. And then I want to come out to visit that hotel. (laughs) Me too. Yeah? Okay. Can I... Can I trade you my copy of uh, Little Women? (laughs) That's a friend's reference. Yes. Very off. uh, What's the word I'm looking for? This mango read is kicking in. Yeah. Did you put it in the freezer? Is it the sugar or the alcohol? Because I'll give you a. Yeah. Uh, No. At least if you get scared, put the book in the freezer. I will. I, I am. What's her face? Rachel. No, the other one. What's her face? Monica. Phoebe. Phoebe. You're definitely a Phoebe. Joey and Rachel. I feel like I'm Phoebe mixed with um, Monica. 
Because Monica's really anal about crumbs, but Phoebe's dumb. (laughs) 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 But love is life and stuff. Uh, Because I love life. Kelly, what about you and haunted houses? I like them. I haven't been to one since I was a kid. But I would be open to it. I don't really... I don't know the area very well that we live in, so I don't know if there are any... Even scarier. Available, right? I mean, <laughs> I'm sure I could find something. Oh, and I'm sure there'll be a guy that'll be like, I've got a hand in house for you. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no thanks. <laughs> um, but about the Queen Mary, it's like extremely haunted. Like, you yes! guys know that, right? Yes. Okay, Ghost Hunters, for starters. Yes. There's that episode. Mm-hmm. You can watch that, which may or may not be staged. But I've stayed there, and I've heard stories. It's super haunted. Mm-hmm. It felt like the Biltmore. I had that feeling of there's many souls here. Yep. Besides, oh, never mind. Yes. What are your stories about it? Well, I do agree with Renee's, because we did the Queen Mary last year, I think, or two years ago, the haunted, whatever Did you? Dark Harbor? Is that yeah. Queen Mary? Yeah. So I will agree with her review that the ones that aren't on the boat, it is like, you can see and the person way up ahead. By and you're the like, way, you not really? on the boat. Where is it? The parking lot? It's, it, you know, have you been the, when they do the ice thing? No, that's the other thing I okay. want to do. It's not the parking lot. It's like, there's, I don't know. Because I've gone to Ink and Iron. That little, it's the car show thing that's okay, always there. Probably in the same place. Okay. So it's in that little, like, there's that little town not town. But I have never been. Nobody super... else can see my oh, hand no, motions. I've been sober but I'm there doing once. The hand <laughs> There's that little village like looking place with the little. It's weird because it makes so so much sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> so any the one yeah, and I will agree that there's people that are like, I see you. You're just gonna sit there. Yeah. But then when you go on the boat, it's a whole different feeling. Okay. So I really wanted to do the Halloween thing, but I also want to do that ice thing. Is that cool? It is well, cool. Literally. Literally. But, but the one year we did it, it was like this where it was 90 degrees in oh, December. Oh. And you're supposed to late dress up because you do go into like negative temperatures, but then you're standing outside for right. most of it when it's 9 million degrees and you're okay. wearing 3,000. Because I know Groupon usually does something. Mm-hmm. And I. So it's cool. Every, but every make year. Sure it's actually I think, cool. Right. Which. You never know. Probably won't happen. We usually go to the beach in December, so yeah. that's what happens. But, uh, yeah, I'm into haunted houses. I'm into scary movies. I'm not into changing my underwear all the time, but I kind of have to. And... <laughs> Those social pressures. <laughs> Society, man. Oh, Ugh. Colonel Jeff. It's Why like, do you keep making me change my underwear? Oh, oh, after the apocalypse, yeah. yes. you won't have to, apparently. True, except for we got rid of our generator. Um, Uh-oh. I know. I, my husband said, well, what are we going to need this for? I said, well, we're, guess what? Then the end of the world's going to happen mm-hmm. soon. So these books are going to be nothing except for kindling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know where I'm going with anything, but I want to go to the Queen Mary, and I'm bummed that I didn't go when both of them were there because that would have been, cool. been super cool. And I think that if anybody listens back to any episodes that I talk about the Queen Mary, you'll understand my pain. <laughs> or maybe the other people's pain for seeing what I left there. 
So, anyhow, uh, David, two things. He's trying to find dogs on Craigslist. No, David, no. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Craigslist, for starters, I have my own beefs. Mm-hmm. Same with eBay. It's a situation. You're inviting a lot of crazy, but Allison has a whole segment on finding yes. dogs. So there's that. Also, getting a dog with a girlfriend might be weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you're really dedicated to her or the dog. But finding a dog on Craigslist, I don't know. That's just the whole thing. So it sounds like Renee has set him straight, which... Thank goodness. Yes. Also, I feel like... Hmm, Rescues have become something to question now because like much like uh, little Rafi and I were talking about last week with Red Cross where there's always negative things. I feel like it's become a racket and it makes me. Okay, so our black cat was missing for two days, which is very rare. She doesn't ever leave and it's Halloween time and I always worry about her and we have one neighbor that hates cats. So I. And he's tried to remove a cat from the neighborhood before, Hmm. but forgot to take its collar off, which had the address. So it got returned back, but not smart. Anyway, so I had all these, and then our dog that got killed a couple of months ago. So all these things, I'm thinking, shit, our cat's gone. And she came back like two days later and she never leaves and she just it's the very cat Pepsi that was all mm-hmm. over you when you were here the last time and she came back but every time during Halloween I worry about it because people are stupid and I worry about it but yep. I started thinking okay I need to start going that's just where I was going I need to go get a new animal because I well I don't want another dog but I thought, okay, I'm going to go start test driving some cats like <laughs> like uh, Colonel Jeff did to get his cats. And then she came back two days later. So it was like, hell a fucking Luya, she's back. I think she might have gotten, it was really windy here mm-hmm. and hot as fuck. And I think she might have got stuck in somebody's garage or mm-hmm. something. But anyway, she came back. I was really ready to like come on here tonight and be like, my fucking cat's gone. Aww. I'm so Aww. sad. But she came back and I'm just like, oh my God, I give her all the treats. I give her all kinds of canned food, like just whatever, like all kinds of like attention. And she's back. So yeah. Little Rafi, save me, please. I got nothing. Cool. <laughs> that is what I like about you. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm really glad that your cat came back yeah. because... Thank After you. losing your dog, that would just be too much. Oh, God. Mike's, is he's like, oh, cool. Another one, like, already? We've been here for five years and nothing. And all of a sudden, we have a dog gone and now a cat's gone. And now we're like down two to months. two. Yes. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, and Pepsi is just, we've only had her for three years. And she's just, she's a homebody. She doesn't want to be out. And you've seen yeah. her. She just wants to be loved. Yes. She's just really a lover and like a really cool cat and not cat like. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, she's not super friendly with new people except for, for apparently loves me. Joanna was wearing her catnip suit that <laughs> night because she was like, 
really excited about being well, and she likes being part of the podcast, so that's another part of it. She's an attention whore, but (laughs) otherwise, like she's just ah, and it's my daughter's cat. She got her for her birthday, and it was just one of those things where I thought, when a cat's gone for two days, Mm -hmm. that is not good. That's not going to be good outcomes, but. All of a sudden she showed up and she's here and I'm like, thank fucking God. I don't have to go rescue some other pathetic soul. Uh, yeah, you definitely needed a win. So yes, much. thank you. Um, yes. But yeah, David, like, yes. I'm so glad that Renee was like, do not do this. I hope, my hope is that he adopts the dog that Allison featured. That would be... Oh boy. Yep, that would be the best possible outcome. He would have to travel to get the dog, but I think it would be well worth it. Mm-hmm. Or if she, any dog that she featured, I think that would just be like a home run, great story. Like, I found my forever dog, <laughs> or my 10-year dog, <laughs> on your show. <laughs> totally. And if you, if you guys haven't seen the picture of Poe Boy, today's dog... It is super fucking cute. So go look at that on Twitter or on the website. He is so darling. He really is. I haven't seen him. And I'm surprised that David is trying to find dogs on Craigslist. Maybe he's just trying to find broads. Because there's a lot of dogs there. Am I right? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. I'm sorry. Anything else on Monday or Thursday, Kelly, that you wanted to bring up before we talk about JMOs? So I almost died over Renee saying <laughs> floppy pencil over <laughs> and over again. You know what? The whole wavy pencil dance thing was kind of amazing. And the floppy pencil was great. And oh my God, did you hear that? <laughs> uh, and little Rafi, I'm sure your ears were ringing when they were literally playing that fake the toy cell phone noise, because I know you're trying to find that very cell phone to bring. The whole thing was amazing. And the fact that she thought there was an E in Wavy, like everything was <laughs> hilarious. Listening to that again, I think I need to go back and watch these Ustream shows. Yeah, um, I couldn't find the cell phone toy on eBay or anything. Um, and yeah, I always recommend that people go back and watch all of Allison's channel. There's so much material so, out there. I did. And I went kind of through a rabbit hole while I was did supposed you? to be working today because <laughs> when I started playing the audio of it, I was like, well, I have to see this. Yeah. So I found the video of it and then it took me to lots of other videos. There was, yeah. I think that's how it was when I first saw them, too. And And I don't think I've seen maybe one of them with Jenna or something, but I've never really gone back and looked, and I could do that for hours. Yeah. (laughs) I love how Jeff was like, you sound just the same. I thought you were going to be like, ba 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 (laughs) (laughs) There was one that I found where she was kind of like Kardashian sounding. Really? Yes. The vocal fry. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, that's so good. I love that she... That that was a thing and that exists still yeah. to, for us to all No, there was one enjoy. where she was at her parents' house and making her dad videotape her playing the drums. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That was awesome. Oh, that's great. I Yeah, the wavy pencil thing, and I love how they were all kind of on board. But they were all living through it, like, 
Oh, the wavy pencil. That's funny. <laughs> and she was so excited about mm-hmm. it. Anything else from Monday or Thursday? No. Lil no. Rafi? Nothing. 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 Fuck. Monday and Thursday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's 10 o'clock over here and I have a mild buzz, so I'm like just coasting on autopilot. it up. Yeah. Your mango Rita has less alcohol than my bad breath. Was it the giant one or the little one? Oh, it's a 25 fluid ounce, and it's 8% alcohol, it so is, it's not... It's pretty... Lisa doesn't get it. It's 100% sugar. Yeah, she's, you know, she's I not... I don't get How much. can I connect on the Ritas? <laughs> I think one of your Ritas is still in the fridge. <laughs> Next time. Okay. November, what is it, 9th? <laughs> oh, Speaking of that... Okay, November 9th, I will... No, I will, I not will November read it 9th, up. but November Whatever 4th, we're going to Jason Dix's house in Visal- the very Visalia, what? California. Megan and I are making a trek out there to go meet Jason Dix for the first time. I have not met him. So anybody else that wants to join us, come out. We're booked what at they? the La Quinta Inn. For the night. Fancy. <laughs> I don't know. We if, uh, spare no expense. Too rich for my blood. <laughs> I'll cover it. Uh, <laughs> this show pays for nothing. Wait, wait. Uh, nope, I'll be gone. Uh, November 4th. Oh. I'll be in Kansas City. Sorry, Jason Dix. Mm. Uh, so, yes, we will be there. But let me get the correct date out. March. March Hold on. Or Hold on. March. Oh, March. Yeah. Get your calendars I, ready. I thought you said November. November is going to happen. That's Jason Dix. Oh, that's you. March. I'm so lost. March 31st mm-hmm. at my house. The 100th episode. Yes. We're doing another live and in-person recording. Hopefully, well, no. Just as drunk. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Will there be Taco Bell? No, but I'm thinking, well, I mean, there could be, but I'm thinking we need to do some Chipotle, something else. We'll we'll throw some other crappy food into the mix. But it's going to be good nonetheless. And my house is open to anybody that wants to come over and spend the night and have an Allison weekend, March 31st. Done. Please, cool. please have banana malts. Okay, Ooh. we will have banana malts and mango Ritas. Probably okay. not together, because that would make me bar. Or together. Uh, it's going to be so much fun. So anybody that wants to come join us in Orange, California, March 31st, it's happening. And uh, let's talk about some JMOs. Joanna, did you pick a JMO? I did not pick one. All right, sir. Um, <laughs> there weren't that many, and they kind of kept getting sidetracked. Yeah, and I know on Monday she didn't have any, so there weren't. they were very sidetracked. Um, Kelly, JMO? I have one. Um so, Doria W. said, Just me or everyone. Replied to a post or comment on Instagram and realized too late that I accidentally sent it as a DM. This has never happened to me. Oh. <laughs> and I have questions. It has happened to me. I think I might have sent one to Jenna that way once. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it was an older version of Instagram. I don't think it happens anymore. But there used to be, when you would comment, you could hit send, or there was that little paper airplane. I just hate those oh, little yeah. those little whatevers, because that's where I get fucked, and I'm like, I'm not doing anything to anybody, because I'm going to accidentally do something to everybody. 
So it, it used to happen more than it does now, I think. So, Kelly, you accidentally did it to Jenna? No, I did. Oh. Joanna did. <laughs> I'm sitting right next to you. Hi. Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, welcome to the show. <laughs> no, I think I did it one. I've done it a couple of times, but I think one time it was to Jenna. I've never because... Where you're commenting on a picture, but then uh, there was that little... I see airplane. that comment comment on this whatever this story I'm like nah I'm not doing any of this because I don't understand any of it <laughs> I barely like Instagram and I don't understand why we need it but I will remain to keep it because Allison's on there so little Rafi you have any Instagram uh, I, woes um no not really um and I did not pick a JMO okay good because I knew we'd go long <laughs> okay good <laughs> Yeah, so I did pick the great ones, the 280-character JMO that he never wants to hear a 280-character JMO, so he won't want to hear my JMO that I sent in. That was 280 characters, and I was really surprised because it. I do agree with everything they were talking about with the McDonald's, oh, we're just going to have breakfast all day. It's like, well... Number one, maybe I'm the wrong person because I don't like McDonald's breakfast. I would when I wake up and I have a hangover, I'm like, God damn it! Why isn't there lunch right now at McDonald's? Because I want a cheeseburger. But I think like you could have too much of a good thing, so maybe they just just push it till noon or push it till one or whatever. I mean, are you getting? Well, you don't have to get it. No, and I fucking won't. <laughs> wow! <laughs> shit! <laughs> wow! <laughs> I but, fucking love McDonald's breakfast, but and I don't. Ten eat... in the morning, wouldn't you rather have their French fries? No, yeah. no. <laughs> I'm a purist. A egg McMuffin and a hash brown, and you put Ugh. that hash brown on the sandwich. Fuck yes. With a giant Diet Coke. Okay. Oh, yes. whoa, whoa, Joanna, whoa. you're speaking my language. Whoa, whoa. you're breaking my. <laughs> my... <laughs> Lisa just short circuited. I did. <laughs> I am Johnny Five right now. I just short circuited. So, yeah. I feel like but, that, that's the majority of people. I think everybody likes their breakfast and they want it longer. But you can get... Right. And I think that... You can get I think that McDonald's did this basically because millennials morning. weren't coming to McDonald's anymore. Yeah. Because millennials ruin everything. Am I right, Rafi? Goats. <laughs> <laughs> We do. We ruin everything. I don't know what I was listening to. It was probably KFI. They were talking about the benefits of the millennials, which I'm like, okay, I guess I'll listen. But (laughs) one thing is they're big on doing everything homegrown. And yeah, we all make fun of artisan and everything else, but it's, it's quality items and ingredients and everything else that they're kind of fighting for and i think there's some new um developments going in where housing is revolving all around a garden a garden (laughs) super sly around a garden and being sell you know growing everything that you're going to eat and blah 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 so i find there's a benefit to them now apparently along with their mcdonald's bullshit so Thank you for approving of us. With with your kale and your McDonald's breakfast. (laughs) Way to go, you get... Millennials. And by the 
way, if you have all the ingredients, fucking French fries at 10 in the morning, motherfuckers. <laughs> is all I'm saying. Okay. So I, I want a cheeseburger at 10 in the morning is what I'm saying. You can have it. Okay. But, that yeah. should be your, like, the next campaign is, like, all day All day lunch. everything? But, all day like, McDonald's. McDonald's, all they care about is money. So True. that's yes. why they did it. Yes, uh, I know for a fact that their sales are higher. Everybody does mm-hmm. the good food all day long. You can go to Del Taco and get good food and not have their bullshit breakfast. And then you can go to Jack in the Box and not have their bullshit breakfast. I can get a fajita pita or I can get a chicken soft taco <laughs> whenever the fuck I want. <laughs> are you out? I do have to be out. <laughs> all right, so Joanna has to be out now. I have to go has to be take out. Take and pay a babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it was nice because my husband's being a character and can't be with the kids right now. So <laughs> he's literally scaring the pee and poop out of people. He really as is. we speak, and cutting people's hair. He doesn't cut anybody's hair. I but yes, people do. Beg to differ. If he comes and cuts your hair in the middle of the night, I'm. <laughs> I want to know. This will be your therapy session. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, coming. Oh, Thank you for that's having me. Weird. At any time. <laughs> uh, well, in a couple of weeks, apparently, you're going right. to be here, so it's awesome. Whether you want me or not. Uh, we want you. You know what? Let's just sign out. By the way, 280 characters, it's not too much. It's just enough. It's Get, get over it. 140 is not enough. 140 was not enough before. 280 is great. We're fine. McDonald's <laughs> fucking have lunch longer. <laughs> All right. I'm going to say goodnight to you guys. Bye, Joanna. Oh. Bye, Joanna. <laughs> So we'll just sign off. Uh, where can we find you, Joanna? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be affiliated either. <laughs> yeah. Lil Rafi, where can we find you? Good luck. At RMC Guitars. Kelly? You can find me at Satchels of Gold on Twitter and join the Best Friends Bandcast Facebook group. Yeah. Yes. Totally worth it. Uh, if you want to be on this show, email BFFancast at gmail.com. Follow me or, sorry, follow the show at BFFancast on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at JMOs and BFFs. Brittany, I fucking love you. I've had a bottle of wine in your name. <laughs> Thank you, and good fucking night. <laughs> oh, brother, please look at me. What do you see? Let's travel around the world. Just you and me, punk rock I tapped her on the shoulder and said, do you have a bell? She looked at me and smiled and said she did not know. Punk rock girl, give me a chance. Let's go slam dance to a dress like Minnie Pearl, cause you...